Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is When Hustle Meets Flow. I'm Christy Dole. I'm a life coach and an entrepreneur, and I wanted to share with you one of the most sacred, special things that I have done for myself over the last four or five years, and that is really setting some intentions around what I want to bring into the new year and really processing what this year was. So I am going to break this podcast into two parts. It's going to, this is part one, and we're going to process 2020. Part two will be about creating intentions, setting our goals and dreams for 2021. I also must give credit where credit is due. And this practice comes right from one of my favorite um, mentors who, you know, online mentors, uh, Rachel Brayton, Yoga Girl. She has a podcast called Conversations from the Heart, uh, the Yoga Girl podcast. And every single year, she does an intention setting practice. And every single year, I follow and join in with her. And so, what you guys are going to be receiving today is kind of a, a version of that. Her podcasts are usually like an hour to an hour and a half. So, this is going to be under 30 minutes, hopefully, closer to 20. So, if you really want that extended version of what she does, um, go check out her podcast, but I wanted to just give you something to get started and that will be just as powerful, truly. So the first things first that you want to do is kind of create your space for where you're going to do this work. Um, if you have any sort of morning routine or if you meditate or if you um, you know journal or do yoga or anything like that, that's a great spot in your house to go to. Um, she recommended to create kind of an altar, if you will. And so having, um, you know, things by you that are, that mean something to you. I can tell you my altar, I have a candle lit. I have um, sage that I'm burning. I've got my crystals. I have water. So for me that, and I have my journal and everything else is cleared off my desk, and it just feels like this is my time. So maybe you have pictures of your kids. Maybe you have a goal of yours, like say you want to run a half marathon in 2021 for the first time. Maybe you have a picture you know, of somebody running. Just anything that really helps you create that space to feel special. Now what I'd like you to do, if you haven't yet, <coughs> excuse me, is uncross your arms, uncross your legs, and wherever you're sitting, just kind of sit up a little bit more tall. Draw your um, shoulders up towards your ears and breathe in as you do this and really squeeze the shoulders and then exhale and let it go. And just do that a couple more times, really breathing in, tensing the body, and then exhaling, letting it go. And then just doing that one more time, taking a nice full breath in and then exhaling and letting go. And so with your eyes closed right now, let's bring our hand to our heart and let's bring up the year 2020. And this year of 2020 has been a year that none of us in our lifetimes have ever experienced before. And here you are at the end of 2020, having lived through this experience. And how do you feel? How do you feel right now about this year that you've just survived? And maybe you 
survived it, you know, scratching and clawing your way to the end. Maybe it was thriving for you. Maybe 2020 was your best year ever. And maybe you're like me, where it was a year of just mixed confusion and emotions, you know, really high highs and really low lows. I know 2020 has been a year of much loss and mourning, you know, so allow yourself to feel what did you lose this year? Did you lose um, time? Did you lose people? Did you lose um, your job? Did you lose, I mean, so many things have been lost. I know for me, one of the things I lost was um, really through my children. It was my daughter's kindergarten year was cut short. She wasn't able to perform in a play that she was so excited about. Um, she didn't get to have the summer that she was supposed to have. Her first grade year has been pretty much taken away from her. So I have experienced loss through through that. You know, what have you lost? And how have you experienced it? So again, keeping your hand over your heart and allowing what comes up to come up. What have you lost? How have you felt all year? Have you taken a moment to look back and seen how you've treated yourself this year? How did you treat your health? How did you treat your mental health? How did you treat your dreams and your goals? You know, did you have to put them off to the side because coronavirus hit and because you were home being a, you know, a a school teacher to your kids, as well as probably working your job and doing your own life? You know, what do you feel? How do you feel about 2020? And if you can come up with one word, to describe how 2020 feels right now, what would that word be? And again, don't think about this. I really want you to feel this. And so when you're ready, taking a nice full breath in through your nose, opening the mouth and letting it go. And gently opening the eyes. All right. So grab your pen and paper. And right now, I want you to write this prompt. And it is, right now I feel that this year has been and finish. So here, here's what we're going to do, guys. I'm going to give you prompts. And then what I recommend you do is just pause the podcast, you know, journal on it and then come back. Okay. Cause I am going to go through these, um, in the interest of time. So the first prompt is right now, I feel that this year has been blank. Okay. Now maybe just write one or two sentences here. We're going to, we're going to really dig in and, um, and go through, you know, all of this. Um, but to this, this first prompt, just write a couple sentences down and, I'll tell you what I wrote. I wrote, right now I feel that this year has been mixed with so many feelings. Mostly gratitude, but loss was mixed in. See, that's the thing. I tend to be a really positive person. And, you know, even amidst the loss in 2020, 
I would just say, well, you know, it is what it is. Let's keep it moving. And when I did this practice, I really was able to allow that loss to come up from to the surface. And I cried like a baby when I did this work. So um, mixed and confused was really kind of what came to me in 2020 because it wasn't all horrible and it wasn't all great. It was really extreme highs and extreme lows. Okay. The next thing that I'd like you to do on your paper is write the months of the year going down. So January, February, March, all the way down to December, (coughs) excuse me. And what I want you to do by each month is take a minute to just write one or two things that happened that month that were like, you know, outstanding or kind of notable. Um, you know, so for me, um, in January, I had just started my coaching business. So that was the thing in February. I took a manifestation course. I started my podcast in uh, March. I visited family in Arizona. Coronavirus began. Um, I created a mastermind in April. I sold my very first course. So, you know, I started a new business with a, um, a new network marketing company and, and so on and so forth. So just kind of go down each um, month and just write one or two things that were kind of like noteworthy. Okay. And then if you can, I want you to write a long sentences, like a stream of consciousness sentence and just recap in 2020, what you did. So after you've made this list of all the things, then I just want you to write in 2020, I, and then just keep writing. You know, my, my sentence is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. My sentence is 11 lines long. Okay. So we're not going for uh, the correct, you know, sentence structure here. I just want you to kind of free conscious, write all uh, what you accomplished, what you did, what you experienced, what you lost, just everything from 2020. Okay. So again, hit pause when you need. Um, Moving into this next year, or I'm sorry, moving to the next prompt. The, I want you to write the intention I set last year was and if you remember what you were wanting to do in 2020 before all the craziness hit, I want you to try to write that down. Um, what was your intention for 2020? And did it resonate? You know, were you able to keep that intention even amongst the craziness of, of this year, even with all the curveballs? So for me, my intention last year was to create from an aligned place. My word was aligned creation. It was kind of two words. But for me, it was all about creating from this aligned place. And it did resonate. I was able to continue that intention, even though Corona had hit. So just kind of doing a little recap, you know, were you able to keep your promise to yourself, whatever it is that you were intending? And and if, and if not, what happened, you know? And there's no right or wrong. We're not berating ourselves. We're just kind of taking inventory, okay? The next prompt is 2020 taught me, okay? Now, this is a really, really good one because 2020 was a year that none of us had ever expected and none of us had ever experienced. So what did it teach you? What did it teach you? I know for me, 
it taught me that I'm not one to panic in crisis. I was very calm and cool. I would say 98% of, of 2020. Um, so that really helped me solidify like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really good at, in a crisis. I also learned in 2020 that when it comes to personal growth and healing, that there is no there. There is no quote unquote there. Like I'm never going to get there to a place where I'm all healed and I'm all great. And it's always butterflies and unicorns. It's just, that's not how I, I finally learned this year that that's just not how life goes, that there's a reason why there's, you know, four seasons to a year. There's a reason why the moon moves through cycles. And it's because life is cyclical. There's seasons in life. There's high seasons and low seasons. There's hard seasons, easy seasons. There's seasons of growth and creativity and abundance. And then there's seasons of just rest and taking care of myself. So that was a big lesson that I learned in 2020. What did you learn about yourself? That's the next prompt. What did I learn about myself? So again, these are kind of different. Um, 2020 taught me, you know, that can be more kind of general and, and worldview-ish. Um, what I learned about myself is really obviously more personal. And I'll give you an example. I wrote that if you guys have been hanging out with me and following me for a while, you know that I ran my very first half marathon this year. So 2020 taught me that I actually can run, run long distances. I was someone who just thought that long distance running was not for me, which is a total limiting belief that I crushed through this year. Um, so that was a big one. Um, I also learned some not so great things. Uh, I learned that I, I tend to judge people a lot um, based on, you know, the, the political season this year definitely brought that out in me. Um, so that was an awareness that I had that, you know, isn't pretty to look at, but in order for you to grow or change or shift or align, you've got to be, you've got to be aware first. So that was an awareness I had. Okay. Ready for the next prompt in 2020, what hurt, what was painful? What did I struggle with? Mm. Such an important one, especially if you're like me and you just kind of keep going and going and moving forward and moving forward. And maybe we don't take the time to honor our pain. So, you know, what hurt, what was painful? What did you struggle with? And for me, what I realized was that I had struggled the most with the loss that my kids were having. But what I realized is that they didn't even know that they were losing anything, right? My daughter doesn't even know what first grade is supposed to be like. You know what I'm saying? What I realized is that my loss and my pain through them is really about my own inner child and her pain. That's for a whole other podcast, but that was a big revelation that I had is instead of you know, thinking that this pain that I'm experiencing because 2020, you know, ripped my daughter's first grade year away from her. Well, actually it has nothing to do with her and everything to do with my pain and my inner child that is still longing for whatever she's longing for. So big revelations that can come from there. So really take your time and answer in 2020, what was painful? What did you struggle with the most? Okay. Moving on, what are hard lessons that you don't ever want to learn again? 
What is a lesson that was so painful and so hard that you learned in 2020 that you never want to learn again? Maybe it was the first time you had ever experienced this, or maybe it's something that's constantly happening to you. It's a pattern that you have in your life over and over. Um, And you're just like, you know what? I'm done. I am done with learning this lesson. I've learned it and I never want to experience this again. What is that? So take some time to um, journal on that. So it's what at, what is a hard lesson I don't ever want to learn again? So I'll share with you mine is I've learned, so I have what's called a sister wound. Um, a sister wound is not necessarily a wound with my actual sister, but a sister wound is if you're a woman and you have friendships, relationships with women that tend to end and sometimes end in a painful or hard way, and you have a pattern of that in your life, that's called a sister wound. Um, I'm not exactly sure how you get it. I have thoughts about how I got mine, definitely from childhood, witnessing my mom having a hard time with women. Um, But either way, it's just something that I don't ever want to experience again. I've done it enough Um, I had to put some boundaries up with my in-laws and um, three of them are women that I miss, but um, just really learned that, you know, I have to honor myself. I have to have boundaries and I'm just not interested in learning this lesson again. I'm I'm at a point in my life where I want to bring in um, female relationships that are good for me, that are healthy for me. And if, and when they end, they end in a really positive no bad feeling kind of a way. That's the, that's what I'm ready for in 2021 and moving forward. What are you, the next prompt, what am I leaving behind? What are you leaving behind in 2020? Are you leaving behind um, a bad, uh, a mindset that isn't working for you, a habit, a thought system, a belief, Um, are you leaving behind a relationship? Um, What are you leaving behind? I know one of the things I'm going to leave behind, I'm going to work so hard to leave behind is swearing in front of my kids. I swear in front of my kids and my husband hates it. And I have a feeling when I am older, I'm going to regret having sweared um, in front of my kids. So that's something I'm leaving behind amongst a few. And the next prompt is what are you taking? What am I taking with me? So what will you take with you into 2021 from 2020. Okay. Um, something that I, I'm just going to read the first sentence here, something that I'm going to take with me, you guys, and I don't know how this is going to land with you as an audience, but for me, I'm going to take with me the knowledge that I actually have influence and impact because I never really thought I did or believed I did, or, I mean, you know, all the worthiness and enoughness and imposter syndrome and all that has kind of just made me feel like no one really cares what I have to say and that it doesn't matter what I think. But this year has actually taught me that I do have influence and that I do have impact. And so I'm going to take that with me and allow that to grow and cultivate in a really healthy and beautiful, beautiful way. All right. Now, the next thing I want you to do is pause this recording for about 10 minutes. I want you to put a timer on your phone for 10 minutes and 
I want you to just free write about 2020. I just want you to journal. Now that you've let all of this out, you know, just allow more of what needs to come out for 2020. Just allow it to come out. Um, I started mine with in 2020, it was a year filled with dot, dot, dot. And then I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote for 10 minutes. Okay. So do that. And then when you're ready, come back. Okay. So almost, almost done here. Um, the next prompt is in 2020, I struggled with, what did you struggle with? I know one of the things I struggled with was, um, let me see. I struggled with, yeah, I, I, one of the things I struggled with this year was having patience and compassion for certain family members that, you know, are just living in fear. Um, and coronavirus has really amplified that. That was something I struggled with. I struggled with keeping my heart soft and open. Um, so what did those, the next prompt is what did those struggles reveal? So what did you struggle with? Write on that. And then the next prompt is what did those struggles reveal? And for me, it revealed how hurt I still am inside, how much healing I have left to do. Because when my heart is not soft and compassionate for another, it's because my heart can't be soft and compassionate for me in that way. So if someone's unkind to you, know that it's no, know that they are unkind to themselves. We are all a projection. We're a mirror of each other. Okay. So what did you struggle with? And then what did that struggle reveal? All right. So now let's move into some more high vibe type questions. In 2020, what was beautiful? Go ahead and journal on that. In 2020, what was beautiful? What was amazing? What was delicious? So for me, the togetherness of my um, nuclear family, like my husband and my kids, um, for the most part, you know, sometimes I need a break, but for the most part, the togetherness has really been um, beautiful. Like just that this extra time that I've had with my little kids, I know, you know, 10 years from now, I'm going to be like, wow, we were so lucky to have all that time. Um, something else that was so beautiful was this new business that came into my life um, with this other network marketing company and the friendships and the leadership and the opportunities that have come from that and the income and the fun um, that was completely unexpected, was not looking for that at all. And it just dropped in my lap and it's been really amazing. Um, so I'm definitely, definitely journal on that a little bit. Who is, who have I been closest to this year? Who have I been closest to guys? Who have you shared the most with? Who have you texted the most? Who have you called the most? I know for me, you know, my husband, obviously, but then I have like two or three girlfriends that I really can just be myself completely. I can talk about what's on my heart. I can really go there and they're like right there for me and vice versa. So write their names down and then write down how they've been there for you and, and really what has been so special about 
that. You know, another group of people that have really been there for me this year has been my soul sister mastermind that I started up back in March. And it's nine of us, and we are all into all the things that I talk about here, like energy and spirituality and manifestation and, you know, 5D upgrades and astrology. And so this group of women has just been a place where I get to, yeah, talk about all the things that are lighting me up with a group of people that, you know, will support that. So who has been that for you? And then lastly, guys, the last prompt is what am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? for in 2020. And what I want you to do is I want you to write everything that you're grateful for down. And then I want you to start each sentence with thank you. So for me, I wrote, I'm so grateful to live in the house that I live in, in the town that I live in. You know, two years ago, I lived in a suburb of Boston which I loved. And I mean, I really loved that town so much that I, we lived in, but holy moly, am I happy that we did not live in that town during coronavirus because the town that I live in now is way smaller, way less people, way less restrictions. Um, my kids have been, you know, physically going to school this whole time, but also mixed in with at home school. Whereas this other town, my kids would have been home the entire time. And so I'm just so grateful to live where I live, right? I'm thankful for my husband and just all these different things. So what you want to write is thank you. Thank you home for being so good to me. Thank you husband for being by my side. Thank you children for this. Thank you. You know, so start each sentence with thank you. Okay. And so after you have done all of this work, you will have had a really good moment of processing what 2020 was for you, what the feelings are. And it's okay if there's more than one feeling, guy. 20, guys, 2020 was a confusing year with so many variables. Um, so if, if it's, if there's, you know, one or two words that embody it, great. If there's one word, but really just processing 2020, allowing the feeling of 2020 to come up and out. If you needed to cry, cry. If you feel like you want to dance a little bit and embody what you're feeling, do that. Um, and yeah, this is really important work to just kind of process and officially say goodbye to 2020. So what do you want to do with all these papers? Burn them. Okay, guys, just burn them. Um, burn these papers when you're done journaling um, because everything that you just wrote is is over and done with. You have processed it. You have felt it. You have embodied it. And now it's time to welcome in this new year. So be on the lookout for the next episode that's coming to process your 2021 and, um, or not process, but bring in intentions for 2021. And we will go from there. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to email me. If this was helpful, please take a screenshot, share it on your social. Um, 
Again, if you want the longer extended version of this, you know, go to Yoga Girls podcast. She these prompts come right from that podcast. I think I added one or two of my own. Um, but there's a, so much opportunity and so many resources for you guys to to do this work for yourself. This was under 30 minutes. Um, so drink your glass of water, and we will see you for the next episode when we create intentions, really anchor into our dreams and align with our goals for 2021.